love celebrating a baptism today. Thank you for letting us be a part of that family. Because it reminds us of the transformative simplicity at the heart of Christmas. Uh, The heart of God drew near to us as a baby, not a conquering hero or a mighty emperor, but love came in the vulnerable form of a child. Uh, In some way, was dependent on the nurture of a family, of a community, of a kingdom to grow in fullness. Just like God's love needs the nurture of each of us to grow in this world and to grow in our lives. Uh, Part of returning to the heart of this story, this season, is returning to the part that we play in that story, that invitation for all of us to nurture God's love and, and to carry that message of good news for all people that sits at the heart of Christmas. And I need times like this of gathering with you each week to help me return to the heart because at Christmas, um, if you're like me, the heart can get a little muddy and it can become about all kinds of other things like when am I going to make time to go see Star Wars along this season too. Um, In the Advent season of expectation, the greatest expectation in my life is whether the Amazon package will get there on time. It's really like what I'm oftentimes waiting for. And I know the delivery folks are out there working really hard to make it all come together. And so I saw this video of a delivery person who's, um, who's making it all come together. I think we've got that, Darren. Oh, yes. Okay. So this is just how hard delivery people are working out there in the world. Just wait for it here. It's an icy, icy driveway. Oh, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay, wait for it. <laughs> yes. Well done. Well done. It's just scooting himself along. I watch this move. Surfing back to the UPS truck. Folks are out there giving it all they got, y'all, to make Christmas happen. So thank you, delivery folks. Thank you, retail workers out there. Thank you, educators who've helped the kids and all of us make it to the holidays. Thank you to worship leaders for giving us songs in our hearts this season. Thank you to all of you to come into this place and to seek this season. It helps us all seek together. We're all kind of pushing as hard as we can this season. So this season we've been looking at the great community of the, of, the, of the characters and the stories that sit at the heart of Christmas to look through the, the lens of some of these stories into this window and to see something that invites us even today to be a part. Today the story that we're looking at, the characters that we're looking at, um, is one of the most beautiful expressions of the open welcoming invitation of God's loving heart that, that sits at the heart of Christmas. It's the story of, of the shepherds. And but to get there, to get to the story, we've got to dig in a little bit. And so I want us to listen in to the story and see if we can glimpse the heart that sits um, at the center of it all. And so here's how the story begins in Luke, in Luke chapter 2. The shepherds appear in verse 8, and it says this, in that, in that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. For you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And let me pause there for a second, because I don't know about you, but like 
angel things don't happen to me every day of my life, no matter how much we sing about them every day in, in Christmas time. And so as modern folk, it might be a little bit hard for us to look at this story and like hark what the angels are heralding, so to speak. But, but that word angel, I think a way into this, that word angel in Greek is a word that means simply messenger. And so I think we can hear maybe this story as the message of God in this moment. This is what God wants the shepherds to know, and I think maybe wants us to listen in and hear for ourselves as well. And it's a beautiful message. This is what the messenger says to them. Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. Good news is the message. Imagine that, that the skies open up and all of the things that the God of the universe could possibly say to us, what God wants us to know in this moment, this message is do not be afraid. I'm bringing good news. Above all else, that the message of God for us and for all of us is good news. And here at Open, we believe that. We believe that it's good news for ourselves and our relationships and our neighbor in our world and that if it is not good news for all of us, that it's not God's news. This is good news for the depth of our soul and the truth of who we are. And if you've ever experienced the message of religion differently, if the message that you've heard hasn't been good news for the depth of who you are, then I am, I'm so incredibly sorry. And I think it breaks God's heart, because when the heart of the God of the universe, the God who is love, intersected human history, the message at the heart of the story was simple. Do not be afraid. What I have for you is good news. But even more, it is good news for all people. And when God says all, God means all. For our neighbor and for ourselves, for those who cross divide, for those who are so often excluded, for those who feel far off because of doubts or questions, because of where they were born or how they were born, this is good news for all people, it says. And Christmas makes that so tangible for us. That in Jesus uh, came as a child, as a, not, just a, uh, not just a child, but an Afro-Semitic refugee kid born into a family in chaotic circumstances to a mom with way more questions than answers. Uh, raised in a backwater village, out of the way of the moving of the country and the levers of power. But Jesus came into our world, into the midst of real life, as a baby in a stable cave to be with us and to be one of us and to bring life into the middle of real life. And in that moment, God throws open the doors of a cosmic story and shows us that it doesn't matter what your family or your background or where you are, were born or how you were born, that we are all invited into this story, that we are all children of God and we are all loved now and forever. And that is good news for all people. And that's the message that sits at the heart of the story, that God brings good news for us all. And in so many ways, that is the heart of Christmas. And that message is made even more clear by who that message is delivered to. It's delivered to the shepherds, which was a big deal. And it may not seem like that to us as modern folks, because we can miss the revolution in the fact that the shepherds were the first people that were told this story. Uh, for us, it seems about right that like shepherds were in this, because Jesus is like always hanging out with sheep whenever we see Jesus, right? 
Some people are cat people. Some people are dog people. Jesus is just like a sheep person. That's how it rolls. And so, like, shepherds being in this story is not a big deal to us. But, but, if you'd heard this in the ancient context, the fact that the first invitation of Christmas went to shepherds would have been shocking. You would have needed, like, a fainting couch and some smelling salts. And so here's why. Because in that culture, the shepherds were considered the lowest of the low. They were considered dangerous, untrustworthy, unclean. They weren't recognized by the legal system. They weren't allowed into the temple to fully worship God. And so we see this extent, a little window in this. And in, in Luke chapter 2, verse 8, where the author writes, they were living in their fields. They were living on the outskirts as outsiders and outcasts from culture and from religion. And so is there any good news for them? So the revolution at the heart of this story is that our God of love has good news of great joy for all people. Do not be afraid. And that it was the shepherds who heard it first is so powerful and transformative that when the message of God broke open the skies, that God chose first to invite those who felt most far off. Why? I, I think to make a point. Yeah. But also, I think, to make sure that the shepherds knew specifically and clearly that they were invited. Because the shepherds could have heard, you know, churchy people singing good news to all people a thousand times and never believed that all people included them, too. And so the angels went to them and looked them in the eyes and said, this is for you. And so listen to what the message of God said in this context. Meeting them in the darkness and the loneliness and the outsiderness, God said, for you is born. This is what it says in verse 11. The angel said to them, for you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah. Do you hear those like radical words? This is for you. Not just for everyone you get to tag along. This is for you. A Savior who came that you might have life to the fullest, not just one day, but right now too. That you might know that you are a beloved child of God, that you belong even as you are becoming who you were created to be. That this is not outside of you, this is for you. And for you, like real you, 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 you. Not some ideal, fake, shiny, Christmas best, you know, um, never procrastinates and spends the whole day in pajamas and always has Christmas shopping done by the 20th of December. You, not the best version, but like you, you, you. And it echoes through the world, this is for you and for all of us. There is acceptance and love and healing and justice and joy and peace. There is good news for you. Can you imagine what it felt like to be a shepherd on the outskirts and hear this message? Some of us may be able to imagine. I mean, none of us are shepherds, right? Just checking. In Texas, you never know. There may be some shepherds hanging out. But even right now, there are parts of us that are that we keep hidden away in the fields, right? Parts that we don't think match up with the ideal, with the story. I mean, it's a past we're still dragging around with us. We feel if anybody found out that we might really be outsiders, you know, surely God can't truly love us part of the story and the heart that runs through all of the good news is that God loves you, that this is for you. 
And you may have been told all kinds of things about who's invited to the story, but God makes it clear this is for you and it is for all people, and you especially and included. That no matter what you think disqualifies you, that God loves you with unqualified love. Do not be afraid. I bring good news for you this day. And God didn't just like hang a welcome sign on the door and call it a day. The message of God went to the field, to those who, found, who felt outside and found them where they were and made sure that they knew that they were invited, that they were of sacred worth. Because how would they have known if, how much God loved them if the messengers of God had not gone and met them and saw them and loved them and invited them? There are people all around us in this world who do not think that Christmas is for them. The message of Christmas doesn't include them. And they're hurting or they're hoping and and they can't hang with all the happy, happy, joy, joy stuff of this Christmas season. Maybe they can't afford a wild Christmas for their family and culture says that that's what it's really all about. Maybe they have to work retail or delivery and Christmas doesn't really feel joyous um, no matter how much you surf on the ice. Or maybe they can't invite the person that they love to their family Christmas. They're of a different religion or nationality. And at this time, they don't feel like they totally belong in the party. There's a world out there who needs to hear and know and experience in our word and deed the message that this is for you. That we make room in our Advent observances to live out good news in a world that so desperately needs it. Because we are called to be and we can be people who don't just hang a welcome sign on our doors and hang peace on earth on our doors, but we make peace with our lives and we make welcome with our souls who journey with the travelers of this world, who bring good news with our actions and our words and our kindness. We can proclaim good news in ways big and small, peace on earth and goodwill to all. God is for you and so am I and so are we. At the end, the message of the angels, that love that, that lit up the skies, was a declaration of good news to all. And it changed everything for those who heard it and understood it. And it can change it for us as well. When you hear that message of God's love for you this season, even if it's just a little whisper, it's like a part of the sky opens up on a beautiful night. It's a message of hope for all of us, of possibility, of belonging, of becoming of being loved. And that declaration to us is also an invitation to join in and to be a part of this story. To join in and to be a messenger in some ways ourselves of good news, of the love that we find at the heart of Christmas. To carry the message that there is light in the darkness, there is peace for the restless, and for our longing hearts there is a God whose love is with us and who so loves this world and who so loves you. To say, this is for you, to our neighbors and friends and to ourselves, and to share that love with all people is a call that is for you as well. That same sky-opening message we can bring to others this season, peace on earth, good news to all. We can bring that message in every act of kindness and generosity of welcome and hospitality, of salting your driveway so the UPS driver has an easier track, or just leaving some cookies out and say, take one and go. In every act of love, but especially those that cross lines, culture and status, 
to meet our neighbors in the fields where they are. Every act that we take as we seek justice and joy and peace in our world. When we make welcome, we offer refuge and sustenance for the seeker. Every act is an invitation and it joins in that declaration. A message that says you are loved and favored. This good news is for you. Do not be afraid. God is with you and for you, and so are we. And so this season, let's not just hang a sign of welcome and peace, but to go find those around us in the fields and welcome them in. To bear a good news message with our lives, to make peace, to meet the, the kid in the cafeteria and the coworker in the break room and the sojourner and the, and the shepherd and the neighbor, the neighbor with no lights on, the no, neighbor with no one to call on, the delivery driver and the retail worker and all people to love with open hearts and just see where this story that opened the skies opens up for us. And just like those shepherds who came to Bethlehem to see, we will find when we draw near something beyond our wildest imagination. We'll find that the story truly is worthy of the shepherd's jubilee, as we sang, of glory in the highest, because this is the story of God's amazing, welcoming love. The heart of Christmas truly is good news of great joy for all people, and it is for you, and it is for all. So good news. Gloria in excelsis Deo, glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth, goodwill to all. May that be the song of our souls, and the message of our lives, and the heart of our Christmas this season. Let's pray. Gracious, loving God, thank you for your love for us. Thank you for finding us in the fields and bringing us this message of our soul's worth. God, thank you for your love that knows no boundaries, no borders, no barriers, but is for all people. That is for us, for me, and for all. Help us to love and to live like that not just hanging a sign on our walls, but going and sharing that message with all of our actions in the world that we travel in. May we be bearers of good news. Carriers of the light. Lovers as you have first loved us. And may we find that belonging and that invitation that sits at the heart of Christmas. We pray all of this in your incredible name. Amen.